You've read the title. You clicked on the episode. And now you hear me speaking. I'm loud and clear. Hello, everyone. Happy Pride Month. I've made episodes about um, the LGBTQ plus community before. Most of them, well, I think it's a nice split of personal stories and just like information on the topic. But today is about me because everything has to be about me. Um, quick little life update before I do the bigger life update. I just got back from Iceland. Um, I just wanted to say a big thank you on this show and not just on social media to Thomas Costello um, for his interview with Rock Pearson. Go check it out. Um, of course, after this episode, of course. Um, I really appreciate Thomas for taking over the show when I was away abroad in Iceland. I had a fantastic trip. Um, you know, just really cool. Reykjavik is absolutely beautiful. Iceland as a whole is just absolutely beautiful. If you ever have the chance to go to Iceland, I would highly recommend. Um, that's all I gotta say on that. I'm a little nervous. Um, for a whole lot of reasons. I think the biggest part of me being nervous is not because of, like, publicly coming out. It's more of, like, how prepared am I for everything? And I want to say I'm okay in terms of preparedness. Um, I'm a little worried about the comment section. But I that shouldn't matter. You know? I uh I need to say it first so we can affirm what I'm writing is true. It's true what it says. I'm transitioning. Ooh. You know, <laughs> saying it in person to people or like saying it behind a screen, you know, typing. That is what I mean because I'm behind a screen right now. Typing it out and saying it to people you know is like nerve-wracking in itself. But this show has such a wide range of people that listen or are able to view it. And that's the most nerve-wracking part is just you're putting yourself out there. And the only reason I'm doing that and not just saving it for later is because I will start testosterone this month, I believe. And so people are going to be like, What's your, why is your voice like that? Why is your voice like that? You know, because I'm on, this, I'm on the testosterone. Um, so let's, let's go back to when I was a child. Let's start from the beginning. I was such a tomboy. Oh, my God. 
oh, I think I talked about this in one of my episodes before, but like I grew up loving eating, breathing, breathing, sleeping sports, especially baseball. And, you know, I did not want to wear anything remotely girly. I did not want to be associated with being a girl. So I'd play sports. I would wear shorts or pants. I did not like wearing dresses or skirts or wearing makeup um, or having my hair down. I refused to have my hair down. I wore my hair up so much as a kid. Um, You know, I only had my hair down for like special events. Um, you know, it's hard to explain gender dysphoria. Um, but like as a kid, I did not want to be associated with being a girl. When I left my public middle school or grade school to go to a private Catholic grade school, we had to wear uniforms. And so the girls had to wear jumpers because we need to put gender on everything, you know, and have gendered clothing for kids. So I wore a jumper and a skirt from my time there. I was so uncomfortable. You know, being told to sit like a lady, having to wear shorts underneath my jumper. Um, because, you know, it was only your underwear showing underneath. So you had to wear shorts, or at least I wore shorts. I was just like ashamed that I had to, you know, go to school like that every day. I hated it. And I, I promised myself I'm not going to throw my mom under the bus like I usually do. But I wasn't allowed to wear pants. She told me I couldn't wear pants. And these are just things that happened in the past. So I hope she doesn't feel like I'm throwing her under the bus. It's just things that happened. And we've learned from those things, believe me. Um, but it's just examples that I'm going to use in this storytelling. I, like I said, did not want to have my hair down. So I would be known for you know, having the ponytail always. Um, and my excuse, even that and wearing gym shoes. Because I don't want to wear any other kind of shoes except gym shoes. And my reasoning is, you know, if I ever need to run or whatever, I'm prepared. Which is like an awful reason. If I ever need to run, you know, away from like bad things, my hair wouldn't be up. It wouldn't be in my face. And my gym shoes, you know, be help me run. That's awful for a kid to say. It's pretty bad. But that would be my reasoning. And when I was little, I didn't really like to have my nails painted, but now I kind of feel it like it's a way. Uh, it's just another way to express yourself. So the whole nail, like nail painting, I don't think gender. I just think anybody could do it. And I just want to throw this in here. Gender is a social construct. Everything we're told we can and can't do made up by random people. Back to my childhood, I was asked 
as a kid, when I was in grade school, I believe this was, it was during my time at, at private school, um, probably middle school or fifth grade, I was asked by one of the boys, um, I think I talked about this here before, I was asked, uh, like, I want to know the right wording, because it was a terrible comment to make, you know, in middle school. What kids come up with is just purely absurd, to be honest. It was like something along the lines of, are you sure you're a girl? And like asking me if I was a boy. I guess dressing as a girl. That's what I was asked. Isn't that absurd? And that was the first line of transphobia I've ever heard. And I'm in middle school. I would just like, I ignored him. He kept asking me a lot until I had enough of it in eighth grade. I think it went on for like four years. And I was like, I am not a boy. That's what I told him. Why do you have to keep asking me? And he was like, you kept deflecting. And it's like, now that I think about it, why did I have to answer to him? You know? I was just someone that loved to play sports. And apparently, girls can't be good at sports in his eyes. So he's like, you know what? I think you're a boy. And it's like, you know what? I hate to turn the tables on you now, Benjamin. <laughs> Here we are. So many years later. Another comment. My last day at my private high school before I transferred from my private high school to my public high school that I graduated from the last day of class. Um, <laughs> this guy that I was friends with, um, the comment he made, and I'm not going to like, I'm not going to remember the full quote, but he, he was like, um, what did he say? Don't become... Something along the lines of don't become a trans guy when you go to public school or something like that. Which is such an odd comment to make. And what is that? Like, what are we saying about public education? <laughs> this man is a D3 runner now. So I don't know what he's talking about. But it was something along the lines of don't become like a trans person when you transfer to this school. What? Again, shocking news for you. So many years later. Jesus Christ. I find it really interesting the audacity that these people have to make these comments. Like, <laughs> it's. I was the second person out in my um, class at my private high school. Um, at least I would like to believe I was a second. If there was other, someone else before me or whatever, like, you know. But I was very proud of my identity. I think just, it, it's so polarizing to be a part of a community where people are just hateful for no reason. Or like blame the Bible or something. They're like, Jesus Christ said, love thy neighbor. 
But instead of doing that, I'm going to be homophobic and transphobic. And I'm going to use Jesus as my shield. Why? I used to be involved in the church, you know. I got baptized. I received the Eucharist, went to reconciliation, and I got confirmed, even though I didn't want to. I did it for my family. And I was involved in my school's youth group. Went to conferences with my youth group. Was heavily involved. But when people use religion, I guess as their shield, if that's like the correct way to describe it, why would I feel comfortable staying in my lane? being a religious, queer, trans person. I'm just... You know, I have religious family members. I have religious friends. I'm not going to hate on Catholicism and Christianity or, you know, any other religion. Um, I'm just so confused why you have to be hateful. And for family that's listening, I'm not, again, I'm not hating on religion. And if you feel a certain way about queer people, do not tell me. <laughs> Just say, I hope you're doing well and move on. Because honestly, it, it's come to this point where, you know, I am transitioning. I am going to go ahead with gender affirming care. And get top surgery done when I can. You know, maybe even grow a beard, which I don't even know if I'll be able to do. My voice is going to change. I'm changing my name. And it's like, I still want to be able to love my family. But I don't need any bigoted response from anybody. Because if it gets to that, I'm just going to unfriend you on Facebook Delete your phone number and call it a day. My cousin got kicked out of his home when he came out. My mom isn't like that, you know. My dad's side of the family is wicked and evil. There are evil people there. And I just hope to my mom's side of the family... Do not be like them. I'm begging you not to be like them. Do not hide behind your religious beliefs. Do not hide behind the man that healed leopards and told men to poke their eyes out. Do not hide behind that man. Do not hide behind your faith. Say it with your chest that you think what I'm doing is wrong. Do not use Christian or Catholic or whatever religion that you are a part of Say it with your chest. Tell me. Call me up and be like, say a slur, I guess. Say it with your chest. Do not hide behind Jesus or God. That's all, all I got to say. You know, I loved being involved with my youth group. I really did. But as soon as I left my, my private high school, and realize just how awful 
people are and all the stuff that happened in the church recently with all like the sex scandals it's not a safe spot for me and that's my personal choice so I hope again to reiterate one last time before I close the religion subject say it with your chest not with a bible in your hand I came out to my mom in January. When I was here for winter break, I did some soul searching, I guess. Um, you know, I've called Illinois my home for my entire life. And to leave, to go to Nebraska for school has been really eye-opening. Um, just how safe and comfortable I feel in my home state and you go to Nebraska... And, you know, it's just so different. Um, what's going on there right now is just ridiculous, personally. To put a gender-affirming care ban for minors and an abortion ban together is absurd. I actually thought about transferring schools in the at the end of May, right before my Iceland trip. I thought about leaving. Even though the law doesn't affect me personally because I'm above the age of 19. I find it to be so scary that a place that a lot of people from across the country and across the world call home for four years or more um, would just be so nasty to the people that live in that state or to the people that come into the state. Like, if you're a trans person or someone that needs gender affirming care and you live in nebraska and you're under the age of 19 actually i think under the age of 20 and they outlaw that care if you're a trans person coming from colorado to go to school in nebraska and you're getting testosterone or whatever from somewhere in nebraska why would you keep giving your money to that state why would you do that I'm honestly so ashamed of my school for, you know, not saying anything about stuff that's going on because pride isn't political. Pride is not political. These are just people trying to live their lives. And I, again, I thought about leaving. ACLU is suing state right now. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. People are just trying to live their lives. But this is the topic of the hour for the conservatives. Which I don't know why we're just attacking people that just want to do them, you know? It, it blows my mind, to be honest. I'm not leaving my school because I'm in too deep. I just finished a year. I have three years of school done and a year and a half more to go. But if something ridiculous happens in that legislation, which affects me personally, I don't know what I would do.
to change this topic, um, you know, I'm so thankful. I'm getting emotional. To hear your new name every day when I'm at school, you know, by my roommates and my coworkers, um, is just so affirming. Like, I don't think people realize what it's like for. You know, when you do change your name, uh, if a trans person wants to change their name, you know, just to be called what you want to be called, so important, you know? And um, the day I told my roommates, the day I told the soccer team, like, it's just, it's just so good. The day that I came out to the team, um, I had asked the captains to gather everyone because I just wanted to tell them, you know, and get it over with because I work with these people. I go to school with these people. Like, I'm around them a lot. And so, I was so nervous. Oh, my God. And everyone was just so supportive. And we had training the next day or, like, two days later. And when I heard my name for the first time, I was shocked, number one, that it was so quick. So, you know, it takes time for people, depending on who the person is, of course, to um to use your correct name. And I was like, that's it's like one of the first times I've heard someone use it. I was just blown away. That was, like, so affirming. And it made me really happy. Coming out is amazing. I, like, bawled my eyes out to my mom on the phone. Like, a few days after I got back from school. Or, to school. And, oh, it's been tough. But the best thing is, is that she's my mother. And she cares about her children and the fact that you know we get to go through this together like she's taking me to my first appointment and you know she hasn't called me my old name but she hasn't called me my new name either being just referred to as g is fine because i've been referred as g for like my entire life why say a full name when you can only say one letter and Those tiny steps make difference. They really do. And I'm proud of her. And I'm proud of my entire family for keeping her, like, you know, just for being there and, and, and 
and, you know, making sure that I'm good. And, you know, even if the response is just, you know, do whatever you want to be happy. Like, thank you. Thank you. Because that's what I need to hear. So, if I can do this without crying, I would like to reintroduce myself. Hello and welcome to this episode of Women's Sports Matter. My name is Grant Dorsey, and I'm your host. I'm changing my last name because I hate my dad. That's my reason. He's a terrible human being. That doesn't have a care for anyone else in the world but himself. And I don't want to be a representative of that. So I'm changing my last name to um yeah. Hold on. I'm changing my last name for two reasons. Um, the first is because I loved my grandpa so much. And then he passed away three years ago. I don't know if he would be supportive of my actions today. <sighs> But I love him. And I want to carry his last name. And the second reason is because, you know, <sighs> the amount of stuff that my mom's side of the family has done for me, my mom and my sister. <laughs> It's just, you know, I love them so much and to represent them and my grandpa. is all I want to do. They're just wonderful people. And I hope I make my grandpa proud and my family proud. I didn't think I was going to cry, honestly. <laughs> but I love my family so much. And I do everything, you know, I can for them. You know, going to college and, you know, trying to make it in, in the sports industry and, you know, with this show. And I just want to make them proud. So I hope I'm doing that. And I can't wait to, t till the day when I get to change my name legally and be a representative of the Dorseys. 
şey yapalım. Another, the other name, Grant. I wanted to stick with the G name. Because I think G names are cool. And I literally looked up G names. And I thought Grant was the best. So I go as Grant Dorsey now. So I'm just chilling. I'm never listening to this episode. Never. Oh my gosh. The crying is just so much. I didn't need to do that at all. That's all I got. Yeah, because I've talked about a lot. I'm starting my testosterone soon. I don't know when, but hopefully this month. I just hope that I don't get any nasty comments. And if I do, you're getting blocked. So fuck you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What else there is to say? Um So don't be a homophobe or a transphobe. How about learn to get to know people first? And don't hide behind the Bible. Okay? Thank you to everyone for your support. I'm hopefully going to start my conversation o'clock soon. I don't know when I'm ending the season, but probably in August. At least that's my goal. Um, it's not going to be a long season. Um, there's obviously resources every time in the link in the description. You know, Nami, Trevor Project. Other stuff like that. The sun is setting. So I look ridiculous on camera right now. Um, I'll just get closer. Um, thank you for listening to another episode of the Women's Horse Matter podcast. Hosted by me, Brant Dorsey. If you want to follow me on social media, guess what? You can. It's the only time I'm singing this episode. Um... At W Sports Matter on Twitter and Women's Sports Matter on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. But we don't even really use TikTok, so that doesn't matter. If you want to check out our other shows part of the network, guess what? You can. More than 5%. Don't touch my jersey. 
and Masque Mujeres. Those are in our link tree in our bio on social media platforms. And you can also just look up the names of the show. Um, thank you for listening. If you disagree with stuff, if you agree with stuff, whatever, um, keep the nasty comments to yourself. Or I'm going to put you on blast. Or you're going to get blocked. Um, so. That's it. I hope you all have a fantastic rest of your day. Talk soon. That's all, folks. I'll see you next time. Bye.